So we're recording a special episode, episode number 21. This is the Mamba mentality. As everybody all knows that Kobe Bryant unfortunately passed away along with eight other people. One of them was his daughter and so many other people lost like a father, a mother, a sister, a teammate. And it was just a terrible, terrible accident. So... I just want to say a rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. Oh, man. To Gianna Bryant, John Aldabelli, Carrie Aldabelli, Alyssa Aldabelli, Christina Mauser, Sarah Chester, Peyton Chester, and Ara Zobayan. And then I want to just take 34 seconds as a moment of silence, which is 24, 8, and 2 put together. Alright, so As we mourn the loss of a legend And Mm. a young potential legend in the making And and so many other children Which is what makes this one so hard Mm. You know what I mean You want to think about celebrating the life We always talk about after the mourning process You always want to celebrate somebody's life And think about like the great moments that they had So that's kind of where I want to take this episode But really I want to get into first The idea of the Mamba mentality Now he did put out a book That I had a chance to read And I was able to pull some quotes from it and we can just, you know what I'm saying, throw these around and talk about it because there's certain aspects of this thought process. First, first before we go we go into that, bro. Um <clears throat> this is this is definitely a tough one to swallow. Um I know you've been a Kobe fan his yeah, whole career. His entire career. Yeah. Um me just being a fan of basketball, um, Kobe's been very inspirational throughout my journey, throughout my life. Um, I, uh, real quick, in our own words, I just want to go over what is the Mamba mentality to you? To me, it's like the relentless need to to perform at a high level for excellence. Like you strive for excellence, but you it's the work and the in 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 the struggle that goes into being great. Yeah. Okay. It's the mindset that you won't lose without winning in the process. Okay. See, to me, um, I can't, I can't, because I, I think I sort of use it in my everyday life. And until this moment, you really don't know what to call it. What is that inside of you? You get right. what I'm saying? And um, to me, is the underdog mentality times 100. You get what I'm saying? Like, the need for perfection, the need, most importantly, the need to win and be successful. You get what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Um, 
until this moment, until these last couple of days, you really, I really haven't been able to put a name to it. You get what I'm saying? I haven't really been able to put into words what I feel, what is that feeling? You get what I'm saying? And the the passing of, of Kobe, man, first is, is, is to the basketball community is a, is a big one. Um, if you realize, this is probably one of the first legends, right? The youngest at that. You get what I'm saying? That we lost. Um, we still got Magic. We still got Michael. We still got uh, Elgin Baylor still here. Dr. Right, J right. is still here. Um, Jerry West. You feel me? These these figures are still prominent in the basketball community. Right. But for him to be the most recent legend, the most recent retiree. Uh, supposed to go to the Hall of Fame this year. You feel me? This is, I think, this hits the hardest. You get what right, I'm and because there's still so many questions, but you don't want to, like, it's like they're not done investigating and looking into it, and yeah. and even when they're done, no one's ever really gonna truly know what actually happened. Right, but it's right, like right. the optics of it. It's like. You just wonder, like, man, it's just, mm. it's just so unfortunate. Tough, it, yeah. Um, it, to me, it goes a little bit deeper. Um, I grew up. I have memory of watching Michael. You know what I'm saying? I was born in '91. Michael won his first championship in '91 and '98. So I started watching basketball. I would say around '96, '97. I could regulate. You feel me? Watching and started playing basketball at five. So. Around that time, you feel me, I did see Michael, but Kobe was, Kobe and AI was the ones that really made basketball what it was. You get what I'm saying? Like, what made, gave you the competitiveness and, right. you feel me, wanted you to start being flashy and start making these moves to, to turn around and the crossovers and, you feel me, them two really was the the key players. You feel me? Especially me being a guard growing up. Um, it's so deep to me. I named my my second youngest son name is Kobe. Right. You feel me? My oldest son name is Jordan. Um, but and if you know me, <laughs> you know that I am a diehard LeBron fan. You get what I'm saying? Like, but. The person Kobe was, <laughs> the person Kobe was, he made a diehard LeBron fan name his second son Kobe. You get what I'm right, saying? Right, right. Because I had to give that respect to him. You okay, get what I'm saying? Okay. I had to. I couldn't. Like, what I don't like, what what I started to hear was they tried to take Kobe out of the greatest the goats names and you feel me and me they being can never do that you yeah, feel me they, me being they, a lebron fan because yeah. they started to go from michael the lebron and you feel me but nah. kobe demanded that respect you right. get what i'm saying like in any aspect where you tried to x him out as one of the goats you feel me you can't if, if his defense he's been all first team defense you feel me yeah. he's been mvp he's been Scoring titles and things, you know what I'm saying. So to me, it's like well, what he says is that a lot of people say they want to be great, but they're not willing to make the sacrifices necessary to achieve greatness. 
Right. They have other concerns, whether important or not, and they spread themselves out. Right. And that's fine. After all, greatness is not for everybody. Right. But he says that the mindset isn't about seeking a result. It's more about the process of getting to that result. Mm. It's about the journey and the approach. It's a way of life. Mm-hmm. And he thinks that that is important in all endeavors to have that mentality. And he ta- also talks about like adding pieces to his game and like not being afraid to fuck it up. You know what I'm saying? The first time around, you know what I'm saying? Because he was able to see someone do a basketball move and almost like download it into his brain. And right. he actually said, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's just so crazy. And right and. and- <clears throat> And one thing he says is that he hates the word obsessive, but he likes to use the word immersive. And it's like one of the key takeaways of it is you have to immerse yourself in what it is that you're doing. Like you have to make that part of your everyday routine. Right. You know what I mean? Like what he does, right? Because growing up, it was this mentality that you had to have to be like Mike. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Be like Mike was when at all costs. That's the only thing that mattered. You feel me? And what Kobe did, Kobe took that mentality and broke it down into You want to know what's crazy? Sections. You want to know when you I first, first, all right, I'm going to keep, you want to know when I first, first, like, became a Kobe Bryant fan? It was because I became a Kobe Bryant fan before I actually really saw him play basketball. Okay. The reason why I knew who Kobe Bryant was mm-hmm. was because he took Brandy to the prom. Oh yeah. He's he's he was a goat for that. He was a goat. I have this friend. Um you So know. when I heard that he took yeah. Brandy to the prom back in the day, <laughs> once we heard that, I was like, oh and, and back in that day it was like the magazines and all that, right? right. So you seen like this guy Kobe Bryant took Brandy to the prom and yeah. Brandy was like it at that point in time. Yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah. damn, like who is this guy? Yeah. So automatically on the video game, I always wanted to have Kobe Bryant. Uh-huh. So before he was on the game, I created him on the game. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, because yeah. I just looked at his stats and seen how tall he was and how much he weighed. Not, not, and- not to bring this up at a time like this, but you owe the shit for that. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to create Kobe in the game, you, you is old. That is definitely great PlayStation. That is. <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah, how that's, it's like that's, yeah, but um. I wish I wish I had my man Rob be up here. He's he's another diehard Kobe fan, and when I mean he know facts about Kobe that nobody knows, he definitely would have been up here going right now. But um, yeah, Kobe was definitely a goat from the jump. From that that gave him his swag. You get what I'm saying? Right. He took Brandy to the prom. Then you could see from that moment he had his uh when when he, he announced he was going to the NBA. Right. And that little press conference, he had the little glasses on, right? You could see the swag popping out. You could see the confidence. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Like, And then Charlotte traded him to the Lakers. And it was a wrap for me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good move, Jerry. And then I had the video game that had him on there. And yeah, I had to I think always that was put like, him in the game because they had Eddie Jones starting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie I Jones and that. Nick Van Exel was the point guard. Yeah. Yeah, that was a long, long, long time. Uh-huh. But, yeah, um... Yeah, Kobe on. So what do you think about his 81-point game versus Wilt's 100-point game? Um, I ain't see Wilt, so I don't, I, don't, I don't got no comment for that. But his 81-point game, I hated yeah. it. I hated it. Because <laughs> um, what year was this, Oh four, 
No, it was 06. It was, it was in 2006, yeah. Yeah, 06. This is the beginning of LeBron reign. At this <laughs> point, I've been a LeBron fan since he was in high school. So can, can nobody tell me nothing about LeBron at this point? You know what I'm saying? Um, right. And first he 30 and second quarter and 40 and you like what the hell is going on because in the back of your head you was like oh they about to call this nigga the greatest to ever do it yeah <laughs> and then, lebron ain't but, gonna be able to do a damn thing he also scored 62 points in three in quarters, three quarters you know what i'm saying against the mavericks and, the and this is before, and this right. is what i had to deal with growing up as a lebron fan you get what i'm saying like I would come to school. LeBron is the girl. LeBron is the greatest. And then Kobe will score sixty something points, and niggas would look at me like, "Nigga, what you got to say about that?" Right. <laughs> and then if you remember the infamous alley oop against the Blazers, they're down. You know what I'm saying? Kobe brings uh-huh. it, dribbles into the lane, uh, tosses it up. Shaq uh-huh. gets it, and then uh, yeah, one hand, the one hand, yeah, the the point to the crowd. Shaq said he was pointing to. Uh, his son Sharif in the in the stands, right? But um, yeah, that's that goes down. Like when you have a real a clip of all the greatest NBA moments, you feel me? That's definitely a greatest NBA moment. You, you feel can me? really see the Mamba mentality when he hit the free throws, and we find out later that his Achilles was torn. Like he tore his Achilles on oh, the play yeah, before and, he had to and went to the line. You know what I'm saying? And uh-huh. like stayed in the game to like. One of, one of my favorite, yeah, yeah, that's definitely one that shows the heart. Just right. the, I gotta finish this play. Or you Matt Barnes, Matt Barnes tried to uh, oh, flick, the, the the ball flick the ball at his face. Yeah, man, they was talking about that on yeah, the other was, day on was, their podcast. He was stone cold. Yeah, he but was one stone of cold. one of my favorite Kobe moments, and I can't really attach this moment to like a specific play. Right, is when he give you the face. And he clenches teeth, and you feel me? He give you the fist. I mean, yeah. like, oh my god, that that goes that that look right there is scary. Yeah, you know it's it, about to go down. It's yeah. scary. That yeah. just mean I just yeah. did some shit, nigga, and I just killed you. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the venom right there. Yeah, man. that's when the mama um, comes out. Yo, I, I I can't believe we we really at this moment, man. I don't. I never thought we would be talking about losing somebody like Kobe Bryant. Right. Man. And um, then Shaq has been as vocal as he can about it, but he is clearly going through it. You know what I'm saying? Because think about yeah. it. Um, since I've been <laughs> born, since I could regulate anything, Shaq and Kobe has been They're the, the greatest thing. duo ever. Even There may even, never be a better duo than that. Even when you're not talking about basketball and you're talking about two yeah. things that go together, yeah. go together, you feel me? It's either you say peanut butter and jelly uh-huh. or you saying Shaq and Kobe. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's that's a known duo. No matter what you're talking about, two things that go together is definitely Shaq and Kobe, man. Right. And um, I don't think it will ever be a better duo. Nah. A more dominant big man than Shaq and a more how can I put him cause he was just and, that, and that's that's a whole different that's not even Mamba mentality Kobe you get what I'm saying that's pure talent Kobe you yeah. feel me like Mamba mentality ain't coming till Shaq left like I remember like late in his career 
um, instead of doing like some guards or some people his his size that played his position would do practicing in the off season, mm-hmm. he started practicing um, against centers mm-hmm. and working on post moves and moves with his back against the basket. Mm-hmm. And if you remember when he came back after that season where he really started working on that, you could see how that was that deadly mid range posting up a I player became a staple of it. He would score relentlessly like that. I yeah. Because you know you know who had to go get one after yeah. that. You know, because you went down to Miami and it wasn't going and we had to put our back to the basket. But that deadly, yeah. uh, boom, boom. But even though we struggled the last couple years, you know what I'm saying, we sent Kobe off greatly. And then after he retired, you know what I'm saying, it seemed that he left basketball alone. And mm-hmm. then, you know, he started getting into coaching and coaching his daughter's basketball team. Mm-hmm. And that's when the Mambasita was born. And he tells a story about how one time he was with her and people walked up to him like trying to interview him mm-hmm. and were basically telling him like um, some fans were like, hey, like you need to have a son so he can carry on the legacy. Mm-hmm. And she just looked at him and said, nah, don't worry. Like, I got this. You know what I mean? Right. And it said that about a month or two ago, Kobe had officially applied for a trademark and a U.S. patent for Mambasita. So it was like, it was clear the direction it about, that... It was about and, to come, man. You know, she she was very adamant about becoming a UConn player one day, and mm-hmm. they definitely honored her in the game that they played against Team USA the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, they had, you know, a jersey with her name and number two on an empty chair on the bench, as well as some flowers, you know what I'm saying, to, you know, symbol the... The bench that she never got a chance to right. made it to, and it was it was it was really nice. You know what I mean? I know that a lot of um, different media outlets have been talking about how ESPN is trying to use the tragedy for their own shameless promotion, and I think that that's I mean that's a completely unfair accusation to put on right. a network who's who is major in the sports world, right. and when one of the sports worlds biggest figures maybe ever you know what i'm saying like right. something happens like that it, it would it's natural for them to to talk about it but they still have to continue with regular programming right right but um to me that that's not fair because all these other networks is now capitalizing off of this story which right. which is 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 a very heartfelt story you feel me? The the uh, great basketball legend dies in a helicopter accident with his daughter and other young kids and parents. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, you feel me? But I think this is something that people need to see. You know what I'm saying? Because deep down inside it, everybody, I think this made everybody a right. better person at the end of the day. You get what I'm saying? Um, I, I think... Mamba mentality goes beyond just what he meant it to be. You get what I'm saying? Because right. now, before people or or people going to start thinking with a certain mentality now. You get what I'm saying? Because this is this is not just nationwide. This is international. You feel yeah, me? like even right. myself. Like I, I've always considered myself someone who had drive and focus and determination like to do the shit that I'm trying to do but even but even me now 
I feel like right. this extra. You know what I'm saying? Like right, I have right, to right. do it harder. You got to You yeah, got to make it happen. Yeah. now, right. I think that's that's what everybody man, and me and me. I don't even know how to put it because I know how I feel about it, and I'm not even like the biggest Kobe fan. You get what I'm saying? So I know it's Kobe fans that was ride or die. You feel me? Right. He was better than Mike, better than LeBron, better. You feel me? And I know they're going. You get what I'm saying? I know yeah. you're one of them. I know yeah. one of my other friends is one of them. Um, and it's just crazy, man. I, I never thought that we would, we would come to this point. Um, what else we got? I mean, I'm. I just want to, you know, what I'm saying once again, say rest in peace and, and my condolences to all the families that lost somebody in this tragedy, yeah, and, and, and even more so the families. Yeah. Because the one thing that people need to keep in mind is that some of these families weren't necessarily quote unquote famous, and right. now they have to grieve in front of the entire world on a magnitude that they right. didn't necessarily want nor ask for nor right. you know what I'm saying so you have to understand how how crazy this must be for them and regardless they have to live their pain out in front of the entire world right. I think people need to keep that in mind like this is a unique situation and a tragic situation but people need to really just take that in mind about keep we don't have to keep reminding them right now you know what i'm saying about what happened mm. i think we need to give them a minute to chill right let them grieve in peace that's all that i got be He's the best player in the game. It's just that simple. There's nothing that Kobe Bryant can't do. He will defend your best player. He will shoot from the perimeter. He will get all in your muck. He will do whatever it takes. He is the most complete basketball player in the game today, bar none. He has an assassin's mentality. I said this week, I said this when the trade went down, and I'll repeat it again. Who's starving for an NBA World Championship more than Kobe Bryant? There is no one. This guy is Hollywood. What separates Kobe from the pack? From the pack. More than Kobe Bryant. Bryant. There, there is, is no one. Is no one. Okay. Kobe doing work. Too far on my shirt. He the greatest on the court. I'm the greatest on the verse. Turn around jumper, I just drive the lane and dunk on dunkers.
I've been called Santa. He's definitely the best player in our league. Um, to me, in my eyes, the best scorer in our, in our, in our league. And it's, I mean, I don't know if it's not, it's not another guy to me that can accomplish something this year. Take a day off, catch you at the top, put the key and get a J off. Baseline, FaceTime, timed out like 2-3. Even 2-3, gotta love how I do me. Practice while you sleep, practice in my sleep. Straight out of high school, the brackets ain't for me. I will be jumping over you like I got a mattress at my feet. And all feel Jackson things, you better be passing it to me. I put the master in the beats, attack it like a beast. And I am starving for victory, and that means I'm a eat. And when they ask you who's the best, then the answer. Who's the best player in that league? Oh, see it from the Bryant. Really? Why? Because you never know what you're going to get. Call me Mr. Clutch or Mr. Automatic. I can post them up or your mom go get the alley. I'm going for the ring. I'm going for the ring. I went to Beijing and came back with the bling. Who they want? They want Kobe. And what he want? He want the trophy. The victory. And the glory. No shame. website at www.it'snotjustmepodcast.com.